Hey folks, it's Jeff Fuzzy Wenzel from the Woodshed Agency, and you are listening to a new episode of Successfully Funded. Here we go. Let's turn it up. Turn it up. Yeah! Crowdfunders, how is everybody doing out there in the beautiful, wonderful land of crowdfunding? You know that magical place where you put your ideas up on the internet and you just get free money? You know, that place, right? Are you there? Are you hanging out there? I know I am. I'm in dreamland today. Maybe I can get some free money because I put up a website. Well, let me all tell you that that is not true. That is not how crowdfunding works, which is why we have this podcast. So this podcast is called Successfully Funded. And our goal here is to talk to project creators either while they're in the middle of a campaign, either the, or their campaign just ended and they've been successfully funded. Uh, and the reason we like to do that is that way you're getting the most up-to-date information on what these people are doing to one, launch a product, uh, two, what they're doing behind the scenes, what they're looking for. And that way, if you don't believe me, because I'm an expert, maybe you want to put that in quotations, you can hear it from other people, right? So, so it's a win, 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 win scenario. So uh, if you this is your first time here, I am your host. I'm Jeff Fuzzy Wenzel. I am the CEO of Woodshed Agency. And we specialize in helping companies run crowdfunding campaigns, whether that's uh, Kickstarter, Indiegogo, or maybe you're doing equity crowdfunding. You want to find investors with platforms like WeFunder, StartEngine, Republic. We work on those too. And if none of that, you don't even want to do crowdfunding, you just want to do e-commerce, we do that too. Holy cow. We do it all, I guess. Maybe that's a bad thing. The more and more that uh, I study startups, it's actually a bad thing that we do all that, by the way. You're really supposed to just focus. But that's not, a, that's not one of our strong suits. We like to be all over the place a little bit sometimes, you know? We like to be creative. That's what we call it over here, being creative. So today we have an amazing, amazing show lined up. It's the last one for the year. Last one for 2020. Closing out this year with probably, I'm going to tell you right now, might be our best episode. And the reason is, is I'm going to be talking to Kyle Sellers and him and I have chatted before, but he is also a crowdfunding guru who works on projects. Um, And he has an amazing project called Rock Sugar right now over on Kickstarter. It ends in 10 days. So go check it out right now and go become a backer of it and check out Rock Sugar. So they are a uh, a band that does these big, huge like mashups of popular 80s and maybe even early 90s songs, just songs that we all know, right? And they're amazing. Uh, like uh, amazing. So if you're a fan of like Scary Pockets or I think Papa Moose did this for a little while too, you know, you're in that sort of space, go over and check this out right now. It's hilarious. It's, it's great stuff, great musicianship. Um, but they, had a, they ran a Kickstarter um, goal was just under 30K. They're up at 60K, over 980 backers. Um, and again, in this conversation, we're going to talk all kinds of in-depth stuff on crowdfunding and Kickstarters and and even kind of highlighting, you know, I talked to Kyle prior to in one of our consultation calls. So again, if you're thinking about running a crowdfunding, crowdfunding campaign, go over to our web, website, woodshed.agency, pick on our consultation and, um, you know, go there, right? So just go there and pick a time to talk to me. And, then, and Kyle did this. So I talked to him before we launched this and him and I were both in the same boat of like, it was a challenge. I think they launched it right after Thanksgiving, you know, um, which is a tough time because you're right into the Christmas holidays and then a campaign running through December for a music group. So again, a lot of stuff happening, but again, this conversation that's going to be coming up here in just a little bit. So if you don't want to hear me rant, 
right? Hit that, go, go start hitting that 30 second, right? You can get to that interview portion. Um, but yeah, but for everybody else who wants to, wants to, wants to hang out a little bit, wants to slow it down a little bit. Cause you know why it's Christmas time, slow it down, right? Put the podcast on, maybe light a fire and let me, you know, like dive deep into your ears, right? Let me get real, like a worm, like a, like a worm going in your ears. Let, let that happen right now, right? Just sit back and enjoy the podcast that we've created for you today. Enjoy the intro. It's Christmas time. Maybe wrap some presents while you're listening to me. Maybe uh, put your uh, your Christmas dinner together. Maybe uh, maybe kiss your kiss your significant other. Maybe a little French kiss. I don't know. I don't know what, you're, what it's like, but maybe uh, maybe go do that while I'm talking to you, very gently like this. That's right, guys. It's Christmas time, man. Four more days. Who's excited? I don't know if I mean I'm excited. I'm excited because you know I'm gonna, I'm gonna cook a couple big meals. Let's talk about the meal selection. I think meal selection on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day are crucial if you're the one putting it together, right? And that is my duty uh, this year. So first, Christmas Eve, we're gonna go down to my great grandma's. So the kids, or the I'm sorry, my grandma's, the kids' great grandma's, right? We're just gonna go down there and do a quick let it in and out open the presents, hear some food. Cause otherwise I don't think anybody's going to see my, my grandma. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll be masked up, obviously taking all precautions on that, but at least she can see the kids opening some presents and again, sort of an in and out. But for that meal, I'm going to be making, uh, some sort of, I got a pork tenderloin, like a nice meaty one there. And I'm going to, uh, glazing that all up and I'm going to do some twice baked potatoes with a little bit of cheese in there. Uh, and then some green beans, I think that'll be a nice meal, right? I'll drop off a little bit of that for uh, for great grandma. Now, most of you might know my my family's vegetarian, so I'm making this for myself. Um, and then for them, they get like, "Hey, here's a veggie burger," but that's their that's their deal, right? That's their deal. They could eat when I'm making. I mean, they'll probably eat the twice baked potatoes and stuff, but yeah. Uh, if if you guys could see this right now, you'd see the uh, courtesy grin that I was just giving. Like, hey, it's so great, it's so great. So that's the Christmas Eve dinner. And I'm pretty excited about that. I'm gonna put that all together um, early in the morning, and and then, uh, like I said, take some of that down to my to my grandma, the kids' great grandma. So we got that, and then the Christmas Day meal. I think we're going a little bit outside the box. One, I got a big sushi platter for like an appetizer that'll be out all day. But we're going to be making up some, like a scallop dish, like a big jumbo scallops. I got some of those, so like the sea scallops. And then uh, we're going to be doing some king crab legs. Yeah, outside, we're going to be boiling up some king crab. I haven't had king crab legs in probably 20 years. Now, the budget did not allow um, for a lot of life. The budget still doesn't really allow. But you know what I said? F it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. What are you going to do? And it probably is considering that I'm almost guaranteeing that I won't get any gifts that I actually really want. The king crab legs for myself is like, you know what? That's what I'm doing. I'm going to be doing it. So I got that going. Do you guys do that? Do you guys, uh, if you guys are some of the people out there listening, do you guys have to just, I'm doing it for myself. I don't care. I don't care. You know what? <laughs> Screw you. I'm making what I want. And again, we go back to, we got the vegetarian scenario going on here. So like nobody else, nobody else will be eating it, but I'm going to be eating it. That's the Christmas, yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the scallop dish, I'm super, super excited about it, man. I hope you guys aren't listening to this around lunchtime. You guys are getting maybe getting a little hungry. So, so that's the big meals. Those are the two big meals going on, right? Um, 
that uh, that I'm going to be putting together. And I got to I got to figure out a vegetarian dish yet. Usually, what I'll do is I'll make some homemade mac and cheese that the kids won't eat because, according to them, Kraft is the best mac and cheese. And that's a whole nother thing. You can tell my kids have no palate. It's, it's, um, they just don't eat it. Flavor is not a part of our conversation around here. They just, no flavor. Hey, did you put some pepper in this and salt? Yes. I don't like it now. <sighs> Serenity now. So the money pit starts tomorrow. Just want to let that know. So we closed down the house last week. I think like I told everybody, signed all the paperwork. And now... You can't flush a toilet here without it backing up because it's not getting outside. Yay, it's not going to the sewer. So I'm going to be spending on Tuesday, tomorrow, if you're listening to this on Monday, maybe you're listening to it later in the week, but on Tuesday of this week, uh, I have the gift um, of being a homeowner, of giving a company between $5,000 to $7,500 to make the poop leave the house or or the the, the the soapy water from the um, the uh, washer and dryer. Yeah, the main the main drain not not doing its job. Might be all collapsed. So I got that going for me, and that's a gift right there. That's a great Christmas gift. So all in total, own the house officially. Now I know I've been a squatter for forty five days, but I own the house for officially about thirty days. But um, yeah, uh, 30, 30, 30, I'm sorry, I was a squatter for forty five days. Officially own the house for thirty hours. Now we have this problem. So we got that going on. So they'll be here tomorrow morning tearing up the front yard, digging it all up, leaving me a big pile of dirt throughout the rest of the winter that I'll have to deal with next spring. So I got that going for me. Again, that's a great thing. Courtesy smile or big old shit grin right now. Like, <laughs> so amazing. I love it. Mm. But I, so I got that. So that's a gift. That's... Uh, and it could, it will be the gift that keeps giving me all year, right? Like, I mean, how about that? That's, uh, uh, you know, that's Uncle Eddie. Clark, it's the gift that keeps giving year round, right? Every time I, but I am, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I am excited about actually taking a poop and not worrying that I'm not going to see it in my house somewhere. So that's exciting. That's what I'm paying for, right? I swear all of this, if again, regular listener, if you know that my son's a big pooper, I swear it's all him. It's all him. You know, he literally poops like, you know, human thighs out. It's just great. So, uh, but that's what happens when you are raising a controlling um, holder, you know, when he likes to hold it all in. When it comes out, it destroys your pipes. But it won't be bad. Now, my biggest fear in this whole scenario is like, they're going to open it up. Like, I got a quote like, oh, yeah, what what about this? But that's never happens in my life. What's going to happen is that they're going to open that thing up and it's going to be, Jeff, we're going to need another four grand to do blah, 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 blah. You got to get a Johnson rod in here, Jeff. You know what I mean? There's no Johnson rod. I don't know how they built this house back in the day without the Johnson rod. If you know the Johnson rod, this is just going to happen again. See how this tree's right here? Yeah, it's just going to be all that. Okay, what, what, what more money? What's the other check that I have to write? I'm just hoping I, have, I get it to a point where I don't have to call my mom for money. Like, that's ultimately what I'm trying to get to. It, it shouldn't get to that, but you just never know, right? You just don't know. Um, because it's all underground and they don't really know either until they tear it all up. But this is what I signed up for, right? Remember that remember prior to this, I'm a renter. This would be just a phone call. Hey, Ray, got a problem. Come fix it. (sighs) 
So also today, getting some internet for great grandma. Yeah, setting up great grandma's house. We're going to put a camera system in because she keeps falling and she's not doing real well. So we'll get to have a whole bunch of those adult conversations after the new year about what we're going to do with great grandma because she's not doing real hot. But we're going to get some internet in there. Um, I know she's a regular listener of this podcast, so I um, uh, I'm hope hopefully she skips over this part so she doesn't spoil her Christmas gift. But I got her one of those Facebook portal things or whatever. I don't know. I'm just buying more Facebook shit. You know, give Facebook more money. But at least for this one, I'm like, all right, she can talk to my kids. She can FaceTime with us or whatever it is. Well, I guess it's not FaceTime. It's through Messenger, which means I got to create my great grandma a Facebook account, which ugh, I'm not even going to tell her any of this stuff. I'm just like, just click this button. You just click this button and you get to call. Because she, uh, she is the, I don't want anybody spying on me. They're all spying on me. They're not. Nobody spying on you, man. They're yeah, well, actually, I will be spying on you when we put this camera system in that notifies us if you fall. Because, you know, I don't know, she falls all the time into walls and, you know, had a big black eye the other day and nose bleeding. Ugh. This is what getting old is all about. So getting old, let's just summarize this. Getting old is not getting your Christmas gifts you want. So you buy your own so you can just make it yourself. Second thing is you buy a house, then you just put a bunch of money into it. Third thing is you get old, you fall on the walls, right? That's it, right? That's it. There's other, I, is there other stuff in there? Because I'll tell you what, I think it's just those, the three things I just mentioned. So, all right, guys, it's Christmas time. What am I doing? I'm, I'm like Debbie Downing my own self. I'm just, just, I just going through my, uh, my, my list I make before I do these intros. And I'm like, oh man, ah, I, I Debbie Downed myself here. <laughs> Let's bring it back up. Guys, this is um, it's an important time, man. What a year. What a year. This is the last podcast, like I said, of, of this year. You know, started off with my dad dying early in the year. So you guys got to hear me go through all of those podcasts. We really had amazing, amazing interviews all year. Um, I really think that this year we took the show up a notch, truthfully. I mean, if you kind of go through all of them, I mean, we're up in the mid 200s now of episodes. And, and again, it's, this isn't a quantity over quality, but I do think they got better and better and better. And moving into next year, we've got a whole strategy where um, well, we're going to be focusing a little bit more on the Facebook live portion of this or like the live um, video content of this stuff. Um while still t- taking what we make there into putting it into a podcast. And I'm going to encourage everybody to kind of start watching, hopefully subscribing to us on either on Facebook or YouTube or wherever you kind of get your, uh, your video streaming. Um, Cause we're putting together a show right now that I think is going to be cool. It's, it's still got most of the same format where we're going to be interviewing guests um, but we're going to be doing, um, we're going to be switching up some stuff. We're going to be going through the, the 10 years of bands I recorded, some of their content uh, at the end instead of some of the Sugar People music. So we're going to be, again, just some adjustments. So it's going to be, I think, exciting. I did a demo uh, um, episode last night just for myself, just kind of going through. We got some new, new, uh, new systems built. So just kind of getting into the flow of what we're going to be doing next year. And I'm super excited about it. Um, and we're really going to be sticking to a, a twice a week schedule pretty, uh, pretty regularly next, next year. Um, we want to really make sure every Monday and Thursday we're putting out an episode and we're also going to be going back into the archives because there's amazing content that a lot of people just haven't heard. So we're going to be re airing some of my, my past interviews. So there's just a lot. Um, and I'm excited about that for next year. And I hope you guys are out there too. If you guys are a regular listener and you guys are enjoying the, the, the podcast, you know, we're going to be putting some time into elevating the production. 
for next year. Um, so I'm super, super excited about all that stuff. Um, for everybody else, you know, if, if, if you're thinking about running crowdfunding next year, I really hope you guys do. It's, I think it's going to be a huge, huge year next year for crowdfunding, um, especially for a lot of the small businesses that we've got to start being really, really creative with. How are you moving your product in, uh, in a year where the competition is going to be absolutely through the roof? It's just, it's going to get more expensive for Facebook ads. It's going to, or Facebook ads are just going to fall off and we got to find new things. So it's just going to be an interesting year next year. And I'm, I mean, honestly, I know we internally have some stuff that we're working on that I'm excited to start showing and you'll start seeing coming off us with, with like personalization and um, uh, even in our personalization of our Facebook ads. I think there's just going to be a lot of stuff that, that we're going to be doing that again, we're, we're like really close to, to winding down so that we can scale it up for, for clients. We're kind of testing a lot of stuff on ourselves, but I think next year is going to be really, really, hopefully really exciting. And then hopefully everybody gets a vaccine so that we can travel. That would be awesome. Cause I'll tell you what, I want to go see Raging Against the Machine and I already have my tickets and I didn't get to see them this year. And I like to see that next year. That's my big one too. I want to go see, I want my, I want Rage Against the Machine to play. Okay. So like I said, if you're getting ready to run a crowdfunding campaign, go over to woodshed.agency right now. Click on the blog section. If you like what you're hearing, make sure you smash our subscribe buttons wherever you're listening to this podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. It doesn't matter. I don't care where you're listening to it as long as you're listening to it, but make sure you're a subscriber. Leave us a review. That helps us out immensely as well. Um, but like I said, go to woodshed.agency, go to the blog section, go to the consultation, pick a time to talk. I'm not going to sell you anything. I'm just going to, you can ask me questions, right? Which is super, super, super valuable. If this is your first time or even your second or third time running a campaign. Kyle and I will talk about this a little bit about, man, you just got to stay up on all this stuff. You got to, you got to see what's going on and make sure that you're not missing something. Right. But, um, this conversation was amazing. Kyle, it was, it's been, it's, it was a, just a really good conversation. So without further ado, if you didn't skip all the intro, thank you for listening to my rant, uh, for, for the, uh, for the intro here. Um, but here's my conversation with Kyle Sellers about the Kickstarter campaign, rock sugar, go over right now, 10 days to go, become a backer, go gawker back, right? Put, put some money in and just watch this campaign. It's a cool one. All right, guys, here's my conversation. Red lights on. As you know, this is the most nerve-wracking time, right? When everybody gets really, really nervous is. and sweaty, <laughs> you just feel it, right? You can just uh, uh, see deep breaths. That's what you gotta do. Well, since hey, you're so, uh, what you have, what you have for oh, breakfast? What, what, what I have for breakfast? Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa <laughs> uh, what's going well, on we here? We gotta do a quick sound check here. Yeah, yeah, we gotta do this quick sound check because for some reason I haven't figured out how to do sound <laughs> yet. <laughs> this, you know what I had? I had my regular two eggs, bagel, and orange juice. I have that every day. Yeah. Well, I'm a cereal guy, so. Well, it's, I did have some nice, cereal simple, and it, Okay. I, I like cereal a little bit more for snacking throughout throughout the day. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That's my. Ooh, favorite. that's a goodie. Yeah. How about yourself? What was the cereal choice? You know, it's a, uh, what is it? It's, I don't know. It's great grains, I think. It's something my wife gets unhealthy. Wow, that's uh, healthy. healthy. <laughs> you know, it, it's got some deca- uh, pecans, some <laughs> dates, other things that okay. won't make me fat. Okay, good. Man, well, I'm, it's nice that she's looking out for you, keeping you healthy, uh, keeping you, keeping the grains going through you in the breakfast <laughs> cereal. No marshmallows, no Lucky Charms, none of that stuff, right? No, no, I have to sneak that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, cool. Awesome. Well, uh, why don't you be a favorite? Why don't you introduce yourself and tell my listeners, one, who you are and what the crowdfunding campaign is over on Kickstarter right now? 
Well, my name's Kyle Sellers. I've uh, this is I've done a few crowdfunding campaigns over the years, but this is the weirdest one I've ever done. Um, it's for a band called Rock Sugar, and if you haven't heard of them, uh, they're fronted by a guy named Jess Harnell, who is better known as Wacko from the Animaniacs, <laughs> and uh, he's been in a Transformers movies, Crash Bandicoot, uh, all sorts of things. But for fun, he's got a mashup cover band that uh, takes classic rock songs, mashes it up with pop hits and performs them as if they're an 80s metal band. So that... <laughs> yeah, they're very cool. Yeah, they're, the, does, the mashups does, does are also it? like, yeah, mashups are like crazy too, where it's like, what is going on here? I know these four songs, but they're like intertwined in a weird way, you know? Oh gosh, it's crazy. Uh, you know, so they've got songs where it's like Crazy Train by Ozzy mashed up with uh, Jesse's Girl or... Yeah. You know, Metallica uh, mashed up with Journey, Don't Stop yep. Believing. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's crazy. If you haven't listened, I recommend everybody go check them out because the 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 content is, is just what's out of this world, man, in terms of mashing up. It's, <laughs> uh, you know, it reminds me, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of like Pomplemousse and Jack Conti who did all that. You know, they have that and they have Scary Pockets, right? Like that was, uh, they do those kind of weird mashups yes, more on yeah. the jazzy vibe. And, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm into those. I think those things are, are, are really, really cool. So let's, so what was the point of doing this crowdfunding campaign? Like where did this sort of come together? You know, how did you get involved with it? What's the story on that? Well, it's funny. My wife's actually a voice actor. So through her, I kind of, she heard this band and said, oh my gosh, this, this was made for you. You need to meet these guys. And so as I started talking to them a little bit, I said, you know what, you, you guys got to get this out there. And uh, they were kind of gearing up to release another album. And they're probably just going to put it up on the website and hope some people, you know, found it and mm -hmm. bought a few copies. And I said, no, no, no. Uh, this, this is, make a big splash, have some fun with it, uh, and uh, go the crowdfunding route. And after a little bit of convincing, they decided to get on board with the idea. And I think we've had a lot of fun since. That's cool. That's cool. So what what um, what are we trying to raise the money for, um, for this band? It's, it's pretty straightforward. We're releasing a new album. You can get the old album. You can get the new album. Uh, we've made a bunch of... Uh, kind of collectible stuff because Jess Harnell, you know, he comes from the voice acting world. So he does the Comic-Con circuit and all these mm, different things. Yeah. So we came up with some other collectibles like uh, uh, posters of different shows he's been on. So you can get mm. a poster of rock band that looks like it's the style of Animaniacs, things That's like cool. that, you know? So yeah, yeah. we're kind of, we decided to really go after that kind of geek market and mm -hmm. make some cool things to come along with it. That's very cool. So as you're sort of not only one convincing kind of them that maybe we should do crowdfunding. And again, I'm sure they have a different business model of being a, a cover band mashup cover band type of thing, right? Probably playing shows and things. yeah, it complicates yeah. things. Um, so what are you sort of presenting and putting together in terms of videos and photos and graphics for the page? Like, like what are you trying to, to source to, to tell this story as to why you're doing this? Well, it's it's funny because the first album came out about ten years ago. It was a big, it was you know racked up millions of views on YouTube for some of their music and whatnot until they had to pull it down. <laughs> but uh, if you read in the liner notes, and this is what really attracted me to them, it, it has this story about how this band was the biggest band in the world, got lost at sea, and was ended up trapped on an island. And the only thing they had to listen to was this thirteen-year-old girl's pop music collection. So when they got rescued, they came back and they all of a sudden were combining pop and metal. And 
So I, I came up with this idea. It's like, let's, let's continue the story. But instead, this time you've been kidnapped by the guy whose boat you were performing on and wrecked. And so now you're trapped and you're being forced to perform for the granddaughter. And that works out well because some of the new tracks combine, you know, modern pop hits and whatnot. And I, we don't really say what the new songs on the album on. The only ones I'll mm-hmm. mention are uh, there's a mashup with Scorpions and Adele. And then we've got this uh, this giant mashup with like Tears for Fears and Motley Crue and Led Zeppelin that's uh, going around. Yeah. But um, so so we approach the video from that way is let's let's make this story kind of like a behind the music documentary uh, right. parody about how the band got kidnapped. Mm-hmm. And so that's our Kickstarter video. It's, cool. it's been fun I- because we can also do some updates and stuff where he's pretending, you know, I'm sorry, not pretending where Jess is being held <laughs> captive in a dungeon and you know, right. sneaking out these messages. Yeah. Well, I, I think, you know, one of the things that is also like, uh, I think attractive with this is a lot of times in, if the music projects take themselves too seriously or just like, there's just, they're so like, this is our <laughs> art, right? It just, it makes for a, a, a crowdfunding page or, or, or an entire campaign of just like, we get it. You're trying to make your art. I get it. You know? And, and, and there is a likeness to like good campaigns, right? Like, you know, it's a, it's, mm-hmm. and, and this campaign is just oozing with it. Maybe even, maybe too much to some degree, right? Like could be, but <laughs> I'm just saying like, yeah, but it makes it fun and it makes it engaging. It makes you want to come back, you know, you know, to get the act, you actually want the updates as to some campaigns where people are like, I know I already bought it. <laughs> you know, I bought the thing. Yeah. It, it's, it's so funny because uh, everything I've worked on before from the crowdfunding side, it's always been a product. And with yeah. a product, you make a list. Of, here's the benefits. Here's what it is. Right. You know, here's the price. Here's the scarcity. We only have so many. And, yeah, right. But with the music, you're selling digital songs. What do you What do you do? And so we decided to go all in with like, let's tell the story and let's unveil the story as we go along the way. And it's been yeah. a lot of fun. People seem to be digging it. Yeah, that's very cool. So, how did you work through? You know, for a project like like this, um, you know, finding a goal structure. Because um, again, I think. Art and music is really challenging right now on, on Kickstarter. Oh. I know the platform is designed for it originally, but like you got to have your, you know, what together. Uh, and these last interviews I've done with musicians, they're, they're pretty well-established bands, right? Like they're not, hey, we, the four of us just got together in a garage and made some songs. We want to crowdfund. Like that. those days are just <laughs> long gone, right? So like what were you looking for in terms of, all right, let's, this is the, a goal number we think is achievable and successful. This would actually allow us to actually get this project done. How did you kind of walk through the numbers and the math of this campaign? Well, for the most part, the, the album's going to come out no matter what. It's right. uh, it's somewhere or another. So we don't actually need the money, except we want to blow it up. So you need a right. certain amount of money coming in so that you can continue to market and promote it and you know, do graphic design, things like that. So we picked a number out of thin air and uh, then you know, change the last four numbers to all be sevens. <laughs> you know, so it's 27, seven, seven, seven. Uh, and so that was about as much thought as went into that. Yeah. Um, as far as rewards and whatnot, that was where it really got tricky. Cause I mean, a lot of people, they just do, Hey, it's a digital download. Well, that right. that's fine. You put $10, $15 digital download. There's the album. Uh, congrats. That it's yeah, like, right. you got it. Now you got to start thinking of other rewards to go with it. And, uh, I kind of wanted to make the rewards a little bit different. So what we did was instead of it being a digital download, we were making these collectible album coins with a QR code in order <laughs> yeah, to get cool. your digital download. Um, because 
then you have something tangible that you can hold on to at the end of it. And because you're selling something, you can mark it up a little bit more yep. than a $10 album download. So sure. 25 bucks and you get something cool and collectible. And then we just started adding on different bonuses. We thought we would appeal. Does that well, answer and the I thought question? That would, I yeah, no, no, totally. Way? I think that one was intriguing to me because what you said earlier is that you knew that this audience you're going after is in this, the comic con world, potentially the, some of the board game world, like where coins and tokens and all of these things are like, you know, collectibles, like people want this stuff, right? Like that, you know, so if you look at the board game world on Kickstarter, it's all about that stuff. And you guys are like, you know, your audience at the end of the day is what I'm really saying, right? Like I know who's going to get into this. Have, have you ever done a, a like a comic convention or something like that? No, but I had a I had like no. a guy on my team for a long time who was all about it, and he you know he had pictures and stories, and we would talk about it all the time. But I personally haven't. But I know it's like this seems like a crazy yeah, world. It's one yeah. of those things. So you uh, people will stand in line and they'll spend fifty bucks to get a signed picture. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's like an eight by ten signed thing. Right, right. And so uh, it's like okay, if people want to buy that, why not make those rewards that we can uh, add on and i've been shocked at how well some of them have done yeah uh, and then one other thing that's kind of cool that if i was in a uh, another band would consider is we we did something we, it's a 225 dollars all-in package and what it actually includes is a third uh, a third coin that gives access to the vault and mm. that's basically where you go and you clean out the closet you know everything that you almost released but didn't everything right, right. that you can find it's like hey here's here it is here's it all and uh people have been excited about that yeah that's cool that's cool so. you know so one of the things when i worked with a ton of bands doing this was getting band members on board like the personality types in a band <laughs> what you know, in terms of your, maybe almost your sales pitch to, to, to like, you know, the band oh, member God. who's like, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? How are you, but, but, but how are you explaining crowdfunding? How are you explaining benefits of it? And like, you know, look at it differently. You know, it's, it's not charity. It's not a donation. They're, you know, like what, mm-hmm. walk me through like how you were kind of maybe, you know, and I don't know if the band members are like this, but I just know back in my day, I'd always have a bass player. who would be like, I'm not doing this, man. I'm not asking my friends and family for money. You know what I mean? Like how would you <laughs> navigate that sort of conversation as to why it would be a benefit for, for this project to do it? Well, uh, gosh, I think it was about a 10 month process. Yeah. <laughs> it really was, except nine of those months we're just sitting around and waiting for them to come back because once they came back, it's like, okay, we've thought about it. We decided we wanted to, I was like, Oh, okay. I thought you guys forgot about me, but uh, no, once I approach it to them, I say, Hey, listen, everybody can release a CD. You can put it out there. You can put it on, uh, you know, online for sale. Some people are going to find it. If you tell some people about it, maybe more people will buy it. Or you can do something where you take all of this energy, all of this interest, and you focus it on one single event. You know, it's a, yeah. it's a one-month period, and everybody's going to be focused on that that's a fan of the band. And uh, and then it's like your resume booster. From mm-hmm. now on, when you go and you talk about the album, you're like, hey, listen, you raised this amount. You know, right now, I think we're at like $55,000. Yeah. You say, hey, you know, a thousand people helped make this album. Yeah. Um, and, and it's just kind of a cool story you can build on from there. Um, so yeah. once we kind of talked about that and how it could help fans to be involved in it, Jess was totally on board. Chuck was on board. just like, mm-hmm. okay, you know what? Our fans are cool. Every time we run into them, they're awesome. And, uh, if we can find a way to involve them and that's why we came up with a scavenger hunt idea right. as well, just a, a way for people to, you know, be involved throughout the campaign and just have pledge and Hey, we'll see you in 30 days. 
Yeah, it's, it, it, it really is a really well done campaign to, to just keep people engaged. I mean, to me, like from afar, it's, it pulls out a lot of the board game world, you know, like in terms of just engagement throughout the campaign, the lightness, it still has music and intertwined, the coin. I mean, all of it is just, it's just, a, it's a really, really well done campaign. And, and I think it's, it's a, um, I'm something I, I hope our audience out there of, of musicians and artists listen to it so that they can see that it's, Man, you just got to do more than just. I, I put my songs on Spotify. Like you just hey, like. I, who cares? Yeah. You know. Like you, you okay. Know. You know. You got to do more. And, and that's. And one of the cool things about it is, and like most of what you do, you, you're primarily products, and I know you've done yeah. a lot of music campaigns yeah. as well. But uh, one of the cool things that we just rolled out, and, and this is my recommendation to anyone running a music campaign, is you don't have real scarcity other than if you say, Hey, if you don't order by this, you miss out. So right. what I've actually started to do now is I've started a backer giveaway mm. where for the rest of the month of December, we're going to give away a song off the album ahead of time. We're giving yeah. away, we just, we have this San, uh, don't stop the Santa man. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> yeah, Metallica it's meets journey, yeah. uh, but it's Christmas themed. And so we're, right. what we're trying to do is we're giving these away in backer only updates and saying, Hey, by the way, if you're thinking about pledging, Pledge now because you're going to get a bunch of stuff given to you before the end of the campaign. And if you wait till the last day of the campaign, you're not going to get this advanced copies and things like right. that. And I, I think it stays within the Kickstarter rules. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. But uh, it, it creates urgency, like milestones along the way. Yeah. And, and that's, that's so crucial. I think product or music. I mean, you've got to, why would I come back two weeks later? You know, if I've, you know, if I've forgotten about it or if I back, what, what's going to bring me back into this? campaign and and i mean if you come excited. back i'm going to take your money still but <laughs> right but I, I would, yeah. get that in now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 100 100 so you know, what, what's your journey like where does crowdfunding sort of fit into your daily conversations your your life journey here oh. where, how about your backstory Oh goodness! It's it's. Uh, I'm actually uh, an analyst at Jet Propulsion Laboratory. It's one of the NASA centers, and that's cool. I like it. You know, we <laughs> we we send robots to other planets, and yeah, uh, that's cool. <laughs> not, it's, it's fun. I use Excel yeah. a lot to help. Right. Hey. Uh, yeah. But crowdfunding has just been one of the most fun things I've ever been involved in. Um, many years ago, I was uh, on a QA team for a company, and they. Uh, fundraised uh, for a, a video game called Shantae. Mm. And at the time, I think it raised seven, $800,000. And that was when I started to think about it. I was like, oh, goodness, that's that's kind of cool to watch. Yeah. Years later, uh, after I got my MBA and whatnot, uh, I, I did my own crowdfunding project for uh, chess books for kids. Helped yeah. my old chess coach out. Thanks. I was like, oh, wait, this actually works. You know, it's nothing too impressive. It's like 30 grand. But right. And then from then on, uh, I jumped on another campaign and uh, went through the whole pre-launch thing. And I was like, okay, I, I learned all this doing my campaign. Here's everything I read in a book uh, about marketing. <laughs> <laughs> and it ended up doing like uh, almost $2 million. Wow. And it was on Shark Tank shortly after. And I was like, okay. Something's going on here, and this is a lot of fun. I want to keep doing it. So I've done yeah. a number of campaigns since, and uh, uh, this is the weirdest one, though. Yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah, this – well, just so our, our listeners know, you and I chatted about this a couple weeks ago <laughs> of just like, yeah, I don't know, man. This is a weird one. You know, there's a – you know, it, it was well, a hard one to kind of put our finger on, like, it, what to do, you know? And, and you you agreed with me. Uh, you know, in an ideal world, would have spent months more – you know, kind of developing that launch list and whatnot. But uh, with Animaniacs coming out, mm -hmm. uh, um, there was that tie-in, and we just kind of decided we had to launch it now. 
but uh, I'm glad yeah. it didn't go as bad as I had feared when we were talking. Yeah, me too, man. I'm glad we're talking about <laughs> the successfully funded version of this and not the, oh. well, you might have to try again. <laughs> you know? Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you know, but one of the things, too, I think, you, you know, I think I'm assuming you had to rest your head. Uh, you had to sleep a little bit easier at night, I should say, is at least you know that the band has a ton of talent. There is an audience. There is a plethora mm-hmm. of content. They're clearly tied in guys, right? So it's not like you don't have something there, right? Like it's Oh, it's a little bit mean? different than if you're starting for, from right. scratch. Yeah. You know, if so, I was like an yeah. e, you know, trying to launch an e-bike and I had like a thousand people on an e-list, <laughs> right. yeah. I wouldn't be feeling too good about it. But, yeah. you know, it's a, it's, it's a band that's been around for 10 years, has kind of yep. this cult following. And uh, yep. I just didn't have any experience in it. So I'm Mr. Nervous Nancy. Where I'm like, oh, I don't know about this. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, guys, I'm going to push the button, but don't get your hopes up. <laughs> uh, that's great. That's great. So, you know, you know, when you're sort of navigating not just this project, but all projects, um, you know, what are you looking for when it comes to like the project creator? Because this is one of the things that we harp on all the time and it ties in a little bit to the music of like, you need to have a little bit of a front man in your crowdfunding campaign. Somebody that always is responding there. Maybe the updates are coming from their voice or the emails. Do you find that that's something that you try to find too is like, does this company have somebody that can be the face to this project in crowdfunding? So as far as there being an individual to be the face of it, um, that hasn't been something that it's it, the way I've worked in the past. And I work with uh, some buddies of mine who do videos. We usually end up having some sort of character created mm-hmm. with final straw. There was this mermaid character that was in the video and, you know, all the marketing material revolved around that. Yeah. Um, but just for working with people and I'm in a very different situation than you where I don't have an agency. I'm just a guy right. who's, you know, done some projects, talked to dozens of other projects mm-hmm. and, and just really is passionate about this. I'm not going to work with someone unless I get along and unless I feel like you're involved in it too, because I don't, it doesn't work if someone says, okay, I want to do a crowdfunding campaign. All right, go ahead, do it for me. (laughs) Right. Yeah. You know, it's like you need some involvement. You need some people who are willing to uh, try new things and Mm -hmm. you know, it's, you might send some emails. The worst thing is if you're like, Hey, here, here's 15 emails we're going to send and they're, they come back and they say, I don't know. It seems too salesy. I was like, well, we're trying to sell something here. And right. if you don't keep telling people about it, they're not, yeah. you know, so there's kind of has to be an openness to get out there and, and, and just, you know, go for it. Yeah. yeah. Hesitancy is going to kill you. Yeah. We've also been working through, um, you know, and maybe you've experienced this as well and can speak about it a little bit around um, the idea of, how you consume content is how you think everybody else will consume content of like, (laughs) I would never read a third email from somebody. And then you're Mm -hmm. like, yeah, but you don't realize that they probably didn't read your first two emails or, you know what I mean? Like how, you know, it's your baby, you're, you know, you may be tired of it, but they probably haven't even seen it. So like, I'm always trying to like, just how you can, just because you consume that way doesn't mean that everybody else consumes that way. Like you got to send emails, you know, you, you exactly. got to reach out, you know, you got to ask and, your friends, you know. And anybody listening here, they've heard you say this probably yeah, dozens and dozens and dozens of times, <laughs> but uh, there's a good chunk of them who are like, 
I don't know if I really need to spend that long generating. Right. No, you do. You do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> There's a reason, know. you know, Fuzzy's telling you that. <laughs> yeah, I would love for it to be short. Listen, I would love for it to be really easy, right? Like, hey, we got a thousand emails. We're, we're good, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah it, <laughs> is, uh, it is frustrating sometimes. And, and one of the things that I've gotten the most pushback on on some of the campaigns that I do is uh, uh, I, I like to do a... Uh, a pre-order uh, lead page. So mm-hmm. I collect email addresses, but I also like to try to get someone to put a dollar down. Yeah. Um, I, I call it like a fast pass reservation. I, I know uh, launch boom does a yep. lot of this. Yeah. But uh, it's been so invaluable because, you know, I, I'm, when I'm talking to a creator, they're saying, well, why wouldn't I just wait for the Kickstarter? Well, because you know what Kickstarter is and a lot right. of people don't. And if you can, you know, make them feel like it's more of a traditional pre-order where they're paying a dollar and then they're going to have access, you know, it eases yep. them into it. Plus it helps qualify buyers. So not to get yeah. too much into the weeds, but uh, that's something I've been doing recently. And I, I just, I'll never go back. Yeah, we, we do it. We do it quite a bit as well. We'd be, I mean, probably for the last two years or so, it's been a pretty big strategy, especially when we have a, a company that's a little bit more established um, where I know that like, listen, they, they've got an audience. We don't have to do quite as much, but I do want to, how much is my cost per acquisition, right? Like, you know, because mm-hmm. it's, even though I'm only getting a dollar, I am assuming that at some point they would give me the rest, right? Yeah. So like, <laughs> you can at least work out some math. And then the only other thing is that when we have like brand new companies where like their Facebook page has five followers, you know, and I'm one of them and that's, that's it. Then I'm doing like <laughs> some sort of giveaway to like, you know, at least shake the tree. Like we got to at least make some noise, you know, there's zero, there's nothing here, you know, then I will qualify them with doing the dollar thing or, you know, or some sort of page like that. But, you know, again, it's just, it, and at some point too, I just, I'm like, it's all about, we have a math equation in front of us here, people. Like it's not, you know, <laughs> here's the conversion rates that are pretty typical. Here's how many people, here's your cost per, you know, your 50 bucks, 79 bucks, a hundred bucks, 2000 bucks, whatever it is. Like there's a math equation here that we just have to get to, you know, and it, sometimes that and might take a month. Sometimes you, that do you spend a lot of time? Time? Do you spend a lot of time working with projects on um, price points too? Because I feel yeah. like that's the, that's the big thing is uh, I'm finding that with Kickstarter projects, you need to feel comfortable asking for a premium uh, yeah. to some extent, because yep. you, if, if you're selling something for 15 bucks, you know, that means what are you going to be able to do is spend four or five dollars uh, on ads yeah. for every customer you get. But if you're selling the same thing for 25, yep. you know, it, it people might be just as interested in it. Um, they might not be saying it's such a great deal or a discount, right. but yeah. at least then you have some money to play with and trying to figure out how to get customers to the page. Yeah, it's, I mean, for us, we almost, it's next to impossible for us to be working on anything that's like under 25 bucks. It's almost, I mean, I just work, it's like the math just, dude, we need like 5,000 backers or 15,000 back. I mean, the numbers just get so astronomical where I'm like, what? (laughs) You know, you're going to be a unicorn at some point here. You know, it's just... It's just tough. It's just tough. And I've, we, yeah. And it's been hard for us recently, just Facebook ads wise. Like it's been so expensive this year. Like, yeah. Well, I, I'm hoping that it's going to settle down a bit now that the election's over. Yeah. Because I uh, I have been frustrated uh, with the last campaign I did, just that you, you couldn't get your ads in front of enough people without mm-hmm. spending an exorbitant amount yeah, of money. Like, so. like 40 bucks for a thousand impressions or something. You're like, Ooh, Oh gosh, <laughs> that's not going to work at all. Matt. Yeah. Your math yeah. equation gets all screwed up. Yeah, it certainly does. It certainly does. Um, so, you know, so how, how are you maybe 
deciding what's a project that you think you could work on, right? Maybe it's just a personal connection with the person, but when you're looking at it, what are you going, this, this would be cool. This would yes. really work. So far, everything has been through personal connection or a referral through a yeah. personal connection. I, I think what's most important is it needs to be something that you can, you've got some margin in the product. Because yeah. if, you know, one of the campaigns I did, it was for a paddleboard, they're about a thousand bucks. And until they hit a certain number of backers, it was costing six, $700 to manufacture. So that leaves yeah. you, you know, 30% margin, you take off the Kickstarter fees like that. Oh, so that's yeah. where I learned my lesson that, you know, you got to have enough margin that you can uh, have money there to acquire customers. Uh, the other thing I like to think about is, is this something that even matches with Kickstarter. Does it fit? You know, right. I, I've done, I did recently did a software project. It's it a fantastic software product, but it didn't quite fit yeah. with the Kickstarter audience necessarily. Yeah. And so um, if you can have margin and it makes sense for Kickstarter, I think you can really do it as long as you can tell the story. Yeah. Um, if you're just going to throw something up there and you don't tell the story before the campaign and during the campaign, you're not going to have success. And so if you are willing to kind of, you know, do the work to tell your story, get people interested in it, uh, then I'll, uh, you know, I, I think you got a good chance of success. And now for me, I'd like to make as much money as possible. To, well, because, you know, it's a part of the equation you know, here. You know. it, otherwise, it, well, I got a day job. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that's not really what I tell people. <laughs> sure. hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I get that. Yeah. What, I, I won't work on anything if I don't think that it can raise at least six figures. Yeah. Uh, we're kind of the same player. It's like, it, well, again, math equation. It won't work. Guys, the math just doesn't yeah. line up for any of this. But you know, uh, if I'm going to spend a, a hundred hours and it's going to raise $30,000 and I get a cut of that, then my wife's unhappy because uh, (laughs) she watched the baby late a few nights without help. And uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Where do you see, you know, Kickstarter going in 2021, 2022, especially if we are so dependent on Facebook ads right now to drive traffic? Like, you know, what if a lot more people continue to get off Facebook and we're left with what? Yeah, that that is. So I try to avoid Facebook ads as much as possible, but it's the only place I advertise. Yeah, you, right. you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like, same, I say the same thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like you, you if you're going to run ads, you got to run them on Facebook right now. I'm sure, some you know with this music video, we're going to begin turning on some uh, YouTube ads and whatnot right. too. But I mean, it's I I don't think you can really just trust ads to do all of the heavy lifting mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. You know, it really comes down. It's like you, and this is something a uh, takeaway from this project is that if you can have people actively engaged and responding, then they will help spread the word for you. But if you're just going to post an occasional update and send an email once a month, you know, no one's excited, no one's engaged. Right. And then you're going to have to do all the heavy lifting, right? Writing checks to Mark Zuckerberg, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I think uh, if going forward, Every campaign I'm going to be involved in is definitely going to have to have some some strategy for engaging with backers because it, it's just a, in my opinion, it's a much better return on investment. You know, spending yeah. a few hours a week talking to people versus you know spending two thousand dollars a week running ads. Right, right, right. And and but I'm no expert in this. Sure. <laughs> Hey, but it's good to have at least other people who say these same things, right? That's why like half the time I do this podcast, I'm like, 
hey, people don't want to believe me, then listen to this guy. He, he's, saying, he's saying some stuff that's pretty similar, <laughs> you know. Um, I don't know. You know. I've listened to a lot of what you've said, and uh, it's worked out all right for me. Yeah, good, 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 good. Yay, it's working. <laughs> um, you know, when you, when you are working on campaigns, one of the things that, again, I think I, I try to find questions that I, I've, I've heard from project creators, right? Like, where, and, and not this one specifically, but maybe some of the other campaigns, what are you looking for um, in terms of knowing that, like, your content is up to par, right? Like you've got the prototype or whatever it might be. And you're like, all right, I'm going to go tell this story that we just kind of loosely talk about, but but what's in it? What, what are you doing to say, that's not the right photo or video for this, or the prototype doesn't look good enough or whatever it might be that, that to make sure you're, you're really putting a, your best foot forward, even though you might not have the final product yet, you know? So one of the big things that I have done is, uh, <clears throat> I'd say over the last year and a half, I have obsessively stalked every single Facebook ad account for anybody running ads for Kickstars. Uh, I mean, I've, I just, I, I use a program called Snagit, which is great for taking and organizing screenshots. And at this point, I've got probably 50,000 different ads over time. Yeah. And I've started to see that, hey, here are the trends for products. You need the lifestyle photo, uh, mm-hmm. a big popular one. Uh, I know Jellup, Launchboom, and Ventus, a lot of times they'll do this is they will take a picture and they'll just kind of casually have the product in the shot with a red arrow pointing. It's something yeah, like yeah. that. So you right. need those yeah. sorts of photos. You need product glamour photo. You need these different yeah. types of things. And then when there's a campaign I really like, I'll, I'll go and I'll dive in and I'll see what they're doing. Because at the end of the day, there's only so many ways to present things. And at this point, with hundreds of thousands of successful projects on Kickstarter, they've all been done. So yeah, 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 you 100%. See, the, the ones that are successful, they're probably the ones you want to copy, not the one who looks all cool and, oh my gosh, this is so creative. Uh, David Ogilvy used to uh, say something about how are are you making ads to win awards or are you making ads to sell products? Right. And uh, so guess what? This, this might look the same as many other ads or many other Kickstarter mm-hmm. pages, but if it's selling, then yep. that's, I'll go that way uh, every single time. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it, you don't really have to reinvent the wheel half the time. That arrow thing is on every, I put it, I put an arrow on a gazillion ads. Yeah, there it is. It's this thing right here. <laughs> You know, you find this. Li- the little live on Kickstarter badge yeah. <laughs> or final days, yeah, last yeah. chance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. also ad copy too. If, I mm-hmm. mean, if you spend some time looking around uh, an ad copy, you're going to start to see that uh, the, uh, the ads for the campaigns that are doing well oftentimes are very similar yeah. uh, in style. Yep. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. So again, what we're talking about right now is just actually putting in some research, right? Like there are tools, even the dude, the Facebook ads library has been like a game changer. Like, Oh, you can just, Oh my gosh. It's like, just go look at them. You know, when people are like, I don't know what we should do, you know? uh, Maybe, maybe something that would be helpful is, uh, and and you might cut this out entirely, but would it be helpful if I were to put together a page that has all the list of all the different ad libraries for a lot of different Kickstarter marketers? Yeah. I mean, I have, I I have some stuff, but yeah, yeah. I mean, that would be awesome. I think everybody would enjoy it. Yeah. yeah, It'll be basically be, I don't even know. It's dozens of different ad accounts Mm -hmm. uh, for different categories and you can take a look at it. Um, here, I'm going to write this down. And by the time this podcast goes live, Go to crowdfundingmba.com slash Jeff and I'll I'll make cool. sure that there's a bunch awesome. of stuff there. Yeah, that'd be sweet. That'd be so. Very cool. So, you know, I guess in your mind, where do you see just the crowdfunding world going as an industry, as, you know, what's in your mind for it? 
I don't know. It's like you can see a bunch of different things. Like right now, it seems that uh, the dream of Kickstarter is a place for people to humbly approach the crowds <laughs> and say, uh, sir, I have an idea. <laughs> like that's gone now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a, there's now it, it, I think it is much more of a marketing game now than it ever was before. And so you have to, you know, package things up and and, and it's a sales vehicle. Um, it, you, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I assume it's going to keep going this way. I have noticed, and this has been intriguing to me, is there are a couple companies that are doing their own crowdfunding. So I'm wondering a little bit if people are going to move away from Kickstarter and Indiegogo, uh, Tropic Feel. Yep, that's what I was going to mention. A ton of money by their shoes. They're yep. doing it, but and here's another one that I just found out about. And I'm such a nerd; I should have known about this ages ago. But uh, Hasbro Pulse, have you heard of this? Mm-mm. It's uh, Hasbro. They make action figures, things right. like that. Yeah. But now they're making limited edition and collectors' items, and they have their own crowdfunding campaigns. It's like, hey, you want the, you know, 24 inch tall, you know, X Men Sentinel yeah. with uh, all these different things. Well, if we raise eight hundred thousand dollars, you can get it, but only if you pledge by this. And so I'm starting to see crowdfunding yeah. happening off the crowdfunding platforms, and I'm, I'm a little suspicious that that's where things are going to start to go. It's funny you mentioned that. That is exactly where our heads are because, you know, there is a Shopify, basically Kickstarter app, right? It looks just, it's not Kickstarter, but it looks oh, really? just like Kickstarter, right? So it's got the, the hero video, the green bar, the amount you're raising, the time. I mean, it, you know, then the stuff's below it. Your rewards are, so we've actually been talking quite a bit to like our, our more established companies of like, you know, we're really driving tons of Facebook traffic. Only once in a while do we get Kickstarter love, right? Where like, the Kickstarter, you know, actually yeah. champions yeah. us, it's, you know, but like, so if I'm driving all the traffic, what, what why are I you giving there? that cut? <laughs> why am I doing yeah. this? You know, and especially if it's like, most of the people are coming from your email list or, you know, like we've got one company, they've got mm-hmm. you know, 200,000 person email list. Dude, I just got to send the emails. Why, yeah. what, what, what are we doing here, people? <laughs> like we don't, now we're making it more complicated just to say we're on mm-hmm. Kickstarter, you know? Um, so I wonder, and that's why I think Tropic Feel, I mean, I've interviewed them. They've been on the podcast. I've, I've talked to them a few times. And I think that's what it is, is that, you know, at, the, at some point, if you're doing a four or $5 million campaign or something, that cuts, that's a pretty yeah, big that, cut. That adds up. And you know, it's funny, like for for all of the products I've worked on, they've been new products. We didn't yeah. have the, you know, 100,000 customers or anything on right. the email list. So it makes sense to go to one of the platforms where you can get discovered. And yep. uh, it's at least familiar enough that a lot of the people who end up on the page will be like, oh, Kickstarter, I've heard of this. But, you know, if if you did a series of million-dollar campaigns and now you've got a quarter of a million people on your email right. list, why not just go right to them? Just skip exactly. that whole step. So yep. it'll be interesting yeah. to see. I, I wonder, too, where, at what point does the backlash of crowdfunding campaigns that don't deliver makes a company go, actually, the Kickstarter brand hurts my brand, right? Mm. And we, so that's one thing. The second thing, we actually had a ton of kickback because Kickstarter had the um, Black Lives Matter all over the top of it. And we had a campaign that was like, I am not into this. I don't want my audience like being poli- no. you know, being politicized by just, and I'm like, okay (laughs) i i agree i get i hear you i do hear you but uh, but you Uh, know again once you're a bigger company these are the types of conversations you have and i i get it you know like but i think where it's a sad state where no matter what opinion you have it means that uh you know half the people are gonna hate you yeah i agree completely agreement of that but you know these are the 
odd conversations. I'm like, I, I don't think we need to worry about that, man. I, I don't right. know. You know what? Half, half the people listening now hate me because I just said that. <laughs> there you go. Now, now, now this is the political conversation. Yeah. Let's Sorry flip. guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. People uh, are amazing. Yeah. Well, you know what? I think, I think Kickstarter and Indiegogo are awesome. I think they're great. They serve a fantastic purpose, especially for, uh, if for entrepreneurs and people with a product or an idea or a vision who are willing to, to, to put the work together to present it appropriately. Yeah. But once you've gone that route, I don't know if it's necessarily the well you keep coming back to. Right. Um, I, I know in the board game space, that's kind of a different situation because yep. board games and comics, it seems like you just build up a following and every time you launch, you go that route. And yep. and that makes sense there. But I don't think it does for a sneaker or a, no. you know something like that. Yeah, especially if, I mean, you might have four or five products total where comic books and board games, man, they're just, <laughs> you know, we're, we're kicking out expansion packs until world. we're blue in I, the face. Yeah, you know. it's. Uh, I've been listening to you when you've talked to a few board game creators and yeah. I'm like, thank you. I'm glad I'm not the only one who's somewhat mystified by yeah, how I this all works. Yeah, I, I've, I play a few, but like half those conversations, I'm like, I don't know what, how, why is this game raising $700,000? What am I missing? You know, it's, you know, but why are people paying four or $500? I, more power to them. I love it. Yeah, I love no, when I, it happens. I'm like I, the I, biggest fan of anybody who can do that. Yeah. Uh, but for me, I think my wife would kill me. Oh, if I uh, yeah, bought I, home nah. a $700 box of miniatures. And yeah, look, I bought this Stargate game. It was only $800. It's not bad, but it's got a big box. <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Our kids will play it when they're 16. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, I can't wait till my kids are big enough that I have an excuse to buy all these fun toys. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I'm not there yet either. Yeah. Still not there yet. So. so, you know, back to this campaign here and we'll kind of wrap this up here. You know, you got 20 days to go. I know you've got like the giveaway stuff you're talking about and kind of new content in your mind. What are you doing to just keep energy going, keep excitement going, you know, especially since we're going through the holidays, right? Like we're going to be, you know, we're going to go through those yeah, days where it's going to be wrong, like, didn't I? Well, I did everything no. wrong. I started a couple of days before Thanksgiving. It's running through <laughs> Christmas and ending on New Year's Eve. So they're tough times. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. They're tough times. So, yeah. Uh, so, so going forward, you know, we actually just, uh, we've tried to keep content coming out. So we just put up a music video. It's got Mark Hamill, Weird Al, uh, a whole bunch of people contributed footage uh, uh, yeah, cool. for this music video. And so we're, we're hoping that brings some attention to it. And it also gives, you know, band members, something to go on the radio and uh, mm-hmm. different podcasts and talk about and be like, hey, you want to hear this? Check out this video. Weird Al and Mark Hamill are in it. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's one of the approaches. And it, we're now at the point where I think we've kind of tapped out on our organic reach. Sure. Uh, you know, I'm emailing. It's, every email brings in a few hundred dollars less now. So I think we're about to turn on ads again. Yeah. Um, I For something like this, I didn't want to run ads from day one because I don't want to spend money to get people who are going to buy anyways. Right. Um, yeah, makes sense. You know, so, but now we're kind of at that that lull point in the middle and it's, it's time to uh, run a few of those. If they work terribly, turn them off and... Uh, figure something else out. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> and then how do you coach the the client to make sure that they're giving out rewards and stuff like that? And like that timetable for once this campaign ends and, and you start uh, the, the delivery process. You're, you're going to hate my answer. I, I'm, I have a feeling I'm going to be <laughs> sticking around and involved for a while. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm moving by the end of the month. So we're going to have a new garage and it's probably going to be filled with a bunch of junk. <laughs> Not <Nice>. junk. <laughs> uh, yes. My wife would call it junk. Right. But. Right. 
yeah. Congrats uh, on that so, movement. So, so you're moving I, to the end of the month, huh? Yeah. So it's uh, we we need to be out the same day this Kickstarter campaign ends. So that's perfect I've made timing. A lot of bad decisions in my life. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's a, uh, it's, uh, we're going to explore the fulfillment house route because I mean, it's, it's such a pain. Yeah. I've done this a few times. I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> so, yeah. And well, let's talk uh, a little bit well, just we'll about see. like shipping and handling for, for a cup for like this. Cause I think this is more challenging than, Hey, my product, I, I have, I got a 500 square boxes, right? Like that's just what they are. This one yeah. seems like it's got more stuff, but you do have some digital options. I mean, you've got a lot of stuff going on here in terms oh. of delivering so this was actually this was very strategic you know everybody is asking right now they want t-shirts mm-hmm. uh in my experience the two things i never want to deal with in a kickstart are t-shirts and mugs they're yep. nightmares to deal with yep. Yep. so yep. every reward that we have fits in either a small envelope or uh eight by ten envelope so if yep. you notice the posters the sign mm-hmm. they, they're eight by ten so they right. fit in an eight by ten hard envelope the coins you slip a few in there and that's your, your album coins Every reward we have fits into one of those. Uh, and then we're also doing, you know, some of the rewards are digital, like a, a virtual record release party. Mm-hmm. Um, Jess Harnell will read something for you in whatever character voice you want. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Uh, things like that. So uh, like half the rewards are digital and the others all fit into one single envelope. And smart. Uh, I, I think, and that's the thing with mailing CDs, you end up with, you got to pat, get padded CDs, things like that. So, yep. you know, by, by going this route, it's going to hopefully make our lives a lot easier, but that doesn't mean I want to do it. Right. Right. But, but you also, I think you did worldwide shipping too, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. We did. So did you, did you have to navigate any of those waters to make sure again, it's not costing 80 bucks to ship to Italy, you know? Or yeah. Like- so the eight by being in a, you know, standard eight by 10 rigid envelope that mm-hmm. helps a lot with it. Yeah. You're not having to pay the exorbitant, uh, I mean, when I did the the paddleboard campaign, it was Easy Eddie paddleboards. There were times where it would cost twenty four hundred dollars to to ship a paddleboard across the world. We're like, man, oh, what did we do? This is yeah. horrible. Yeah, we we took check shipping for four or five different countries. We're like, okay, it looks like it's going to be on average eight or nine hundred. But then someone ordered, you know, in some like mountain village in mm-hmm. some far off country. And it has to go up on a donkey or something. I don't know, but it's suddenly it's like four times the the shipping price. And yeah, so Ugh. shipping and handling, man. I I have told many times. I think I killed two companies by mismanaging shipping and handling early in our days when we didn't realize. You know, you know when you're figuring stuff out and you're like, nah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. We checked. It's you. you U.S. Oh, Canada is only ten bucks. bucks. That's be fine. Right. Yeah. Oh, Germany's yeah. thirty eight. What? Oh. <laughs> Uh, and people love us in Germany. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. We have to ship 100 there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that adds up quick. It does, man. It so. does. That's why I'm always like, please, cl- client, go work on shipping and handling. Like, you handle that. I got the emails. <laughs> I can write the emails, you know. <laughs> um, well, that's uh, cool. That's cool. Well, it's been um, a lot of fun. It seriously has. This campaign, it's the weirdest one. You know, it's not my biggest campaign, but it's been the most fun. It's just- I'm like, sure. It's yeah. some awesome music, working with awesome guys. You know, we filmed our video two doors down from, uh, you know, William Shatner's house. It's just like, <laughs> there's been a lot of weird experiences involved in this. Uh, that's and, cool. And I'm glad people are digging it. Yeah. That's why I know for us, that's why we still do entertainment. Like our documentaries have been like our most fun projects, you know, cause they're always in the rock 
music world, you know, cause it's like, that's our bread and butter. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, when we did the cream documentary and, you know, we're, we're filming Alice Cooper in a, in a Fort Wayne uh, hotel. Cause he's on tour and you were in just like this little <laughs> hotel room without, okay, it's Alice Cooper. <laughs> you know, it's literally the, we're not worthy, you know, yeah, let's yeah. film this. Yeah. You get weird, weird, you get in weird scenarios when you got, uh, uh when you get the music world. So, uh, and what, how about you? Like, what, what does your like next year look like? I mean, is there, are you looking for like a uh, quota of amount of projects you're working on? Are you looking for something special? Do you have anything your own you're working on? Uh, you know, nothing of my own yet. Um, I keep telling myself I'm going to do another campaign. Um, but, uh, that might happen next year, but probably not because I'm, I, I'm tired, man. <laughs> I've done a, a lot of campaigns recently. Uh, yeah. no, I think what I'm going to try to do more is, uh, uh, working, uh, more kind of like an advisory role, you mm. know, a, a coaching sort of role. Uh, you know, it, it, my dream would be to work with campaigns, help them figure out some of the the legal and business things that we've run into, yeah. help them kind of come up with a good marketing plan, and then have them go do the Facebook ads instead of me having to do right, it. Right, I think right. that's kind of where I'm leaning towards. Yeah. Uh, because then I can work with more projects. Yeah, and, definitely. Uh, you know, you guys have a, an agency there with, you know, you've got all sorts of great resources. Yeah. I, I got a day job. I, I don't <laughs> know if I want to, you know, go rent out an office and uh, right. and bring in uh, people and then all of a sudden be responsible for giving them enough work. Yep. Yep. So I, I think uh, I'm gonna, you know, yeah. there's some weight on the shoulders over here. Hey, we gotta... Maybe, maybe uh, I'll be a podcast soon. There you go. Yeah, that would be awesome. Maybe, be awesome. maybe I'll be doing the podcasting route just like you. <laughs> hey more the merrier uh, we'll right? more conversations <laughs> that's cool so, well let's flip I, over I let's do go it. back to a restaurant soon that, that's my 21 uh, that would be nice man go to a restaurant. i would love yeah love to take the wife out and just chill you know actually just sit down for maybe you know, see a nice movie tour. that'd be great yeah just little things yeah. like that supposedly well yeah but i heard it's not real that whole <laughs> back to the oh political. gosh great you lost the other half now now uh, we lost the other half. now everybody's <laughs> mad now the reviews are are destroying my uh my itunes ranking <laughs> oh cool well let's uh let's flip over let's do a quick lightning round nothing about crowdfunding nothing about any of this stuff let's talk about um what's the latest thing you've watched in the old streaming world itunes netflix hulu whatever it is Okay, so I would say for me, The Mandalorian, I'm obsessed with it. Uh, but uh, my wife and I have actually been watching The Flight Attendant. Have you heard of this? On I, I, the, Ka- the Kaylee, the Big Bang, um, Kaylee Cook. Qua- um, Qua- 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 I don't know whatever. how you say it, yeah. but Penny. Penny. Yeah. Uh, it's very much not like Big Bang Theory, but it's yeah. you know one of those kind of mystery, whodunit sort of things. Mm. And uh, one episode to go, but it seems pretty solid. How many episodes was that? Because did it just all drop, or have they been rolling it out slowly? It's the weirdest thing ever. I think it came out with like three ep- or three episodes, then two episodes, and mm. then two episodes, and now one more episode. Oh, okay. I don't know, but if if you're listening next week, and uh, they're all oh, all either out. Yeah. All right. That's you know we I mean we watch a lot of Big Bang and the old uh, just wasting time days you know so we've seen that commercial like a hundred times and. Yeah, I may have to. Uh, hey, I'm going to recommend this is this is uh, you and the wife watch it, not the little kids though. <laughs> yeah, not don't bring the okay. So no. not not it's not a family adventure, is what you're saying. It, it's uh, it's probably not the words you want to have uh, going around <laughs> in the house from the little ones. Okay, I think that sounds like a good plan. We'll we'll stay away from that. How about um how about a movie? Has there been a movie though? Just like a actual movie that you watched? There aren't a lot of movies anymore. It's, I know. it's sad, but uh, I'm trying to even think of what the last movie I watched was. 
it's been a while. You know what? It just to uh, be controversial again is uh, uh, my Scientology movie on Hulu. Okay. Have you heard? It's mm-hmm. it's just it was an interesting look. Some guy decided to do a documentary on uh, Scientology. Okay. Um, so interesting. I won't say more. <laughs> do you want All me right. to pick a different movie? No, it's fine. It's totally fine. All yeah, right. that's good. Okay. We'll watch that one. Your show. No, yeah, totally fine. Yeah, we're all about being yeah. controversial over here. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, you do no, a great cool. job. Yeah. So, uh, how about uh, how about um, podcasts outside of this one? I know any other podcasts that you're. Hey, uh, that I you will say, I I think I'm probably. Uh, I don't know how many people have listened to every single episode of Successfully Funded, but I am one of them. There's a couple. Uh, <laughs> there are okay. Well, we should yep. we should meet up. I should meet. Um, I should. I got a guy named Shane. He's listening right now. He's gonna go. <laughs> awesome shout out. Yeah, yeah. He's, hey, he's, Shane. Let's <laughs> let's do lunch yeah. over yeah. Zoom. Yeah. Uh, other podcasts. I will say Drabblecast. If uh, you're hmm. into kind of weird short fiction, it's kind of got like a horror or it's just weird stories. Okay. Uh, big fan of that. We actually did a Kickstarter campaign for them because I was the biggest fan in the world and it disappeared for a while. And I said, <laughs> dude, you got to bring this back. Yeah. But they do great stuff. They just finished up Lovecraft month. Um, hmm. I guarantee you it will be the weirdest thing you ever listen to. Okay. That sounds like a good one. Yeah. I, I would, I would, I'd yeah. be into that. Yeah. How about books? You read anything right now? Uh, books right now. You know what? It's a book that's been recommended a very many. It has been recommended often to me. <laughs> uh, Influence by Robert Cialdini. Have you heard of this? Hmm. Uh, basically, it's a, a psychology researcher, and his uh, his whole thing was let's study what makes people do things, and uh, uh, you could use it for good or bad, but it's You're really right. interesting. Yeah. Uh, just kind of hearing about one of the one of the interesting stories that uh, I just got to was uh, about uh, what are the guys that wore the wear- orange robes at the airport. Like I the what um, called, but, uh, it's the I forget what they're called. It, it's like a, a sect of religious sect, but they oh, found oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, so they found that what they would do is they would go and they would put a flower into the hand of every single person they could do, it, and then they would ask for a donation, and they'd be like, "No, I don't want it." It's like, "No, it's a gift. You have to keep it," <laughs> and that and their donation rate went up astronomically because of it and then when they needed to restock gifts they would go and they would pull a bunch of flowers out of the trash that people had thrown away after donating to them (laughs) i'm just like it is amazing how the brain works so just you know these little things where you feel indebted to someone if they give you a gift so it's an interesting book yeah that's very cool very cool how about um like websites you go to for you know marketing research or like this is where i get the best information or I love this medium channel. I, I don't know. Anything like that? Well, you guys have so many great resources, first of all, over on, on Woodshed. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I, I am there frequently. <laughs> you know, you always come up in Google search results. Nice. Uh, you know, I spend more time for, um, I'll, I'll be honest, I spend a lot more time in the Facebook groups. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, so there there's a lot of good Facebook groups. I know now and uh, as one uh, board game marketing pod uh, group, uh, Kickstarter board game marketing. I think I don't know. Yeah, I think there's a Kickstarter but, uh, board game one I'm a part uh, of that's really good. There, there's a few groups like there, and then a, and then uh, also uh, like the Click Funnels groups and stuff, which <laughs> is just kind of the it, it's the businessy side of things. Uh, yeah, a lot of good discussions. I love hopping in those. That's cool. Awesome. Where, well, where Kyle, should I go? 
I do a lot on medium. Yeah, I do uh, medium. There's uh, really? I think it's called better marketer and every better article marketer. is, yeah, it's just, they're just fantastic. And they're always, you know, they're always around like, um, you know, how I got my Instagram stories up, you know, 15%. Right. And there's always like, try these four or five oh. things. And you're like, well, I'll try these four or five things. And, you know, pretty regularly, you, you, you can get some pretty good well, results of it. So, yeah. Go in there now. Yeah. So it's you a, always it's ask a, these questions and I want to know what is the right answer, you know, for, yeah, no right <laughs> answer. We're all just learning from each other. So, uh, but yeah, but, uh, well, where should, uh, where should people go? Um, you know, to obviously find out about the, the rock sugar, uh, Kickstarter or just yourself. How do people get in your world? You know what? Uh, so if you're on Kickstarter, search for Rock Sugar. There will be a few days left by the time this goes <laughs> up. And you know what? Just at least watch the video. We'll listen to a couple songs. Yeah. If nothing else, you're going to end up smiling. And you oh, yeah, know, it's great. We need more of that yeah. this year. Yep. Um, for me, you know what I'm going to do? And and this is great because I'm saying I'm going to do it. And I've been putting this off. So now I'm going to have to do it. <laughs> uh, if you go to... Uh, Go to crowdfundingmba.com slash Jeff. I'm going to put together uh, a list of all of these places where you can start to begin your own swipe file awesome. and you can see how people are running ads and uh, get some inspiration there. So it's very, very cool. Um, and, and now that I've said it, I have to do it. I've been meaning to do it for six months. So uh, <laughs> yeah, now you have to. It's going to yeah. happen, I swear. That's awesome. Well, Kyle, I appreciate taking time out of today, man. Then I'm sorry. <laughs> be <laughs> great yeah so man I, yeah. like i said i appreciate you taking Sorry, time, you, man. you just cut out there oh did i cut out oh, oh well, well thanks oh. jeff it's uh it's it's fun no I, you're there zoom come on zoom what's going on here yeah well i don't know right. if it's where i think it's still working we're, we're in like some weird delay pattern all of a sudden so <laughs> i'll just wrap it up right like all that's right. what we'll do here yeah. So, man, I appreciate you taking time, man. Oh. This was a great conversation. We uh, obviously, I'm, I'm excited that we got c- to connect and uh, can uh, can stay in each other's worlds here around crowdfunding. Make crowdfunding more fun again. Exactly. That's the whole goal here, man. You know, get the, uh, you know, get everybody funded, right? That you know, as as much as possible. Yep. No, and and have fun. The mo- that's exactly. the thing. If if you're listening. Have fun with your crowdfunding. Don't get all stressed out. Just have fun. If more yep. people had fun while they did this, I think uh, uh, it would go a lot better for everyone. I agree, man. So. Can't can't say it better than that, man. Well, Kyle, thanks so much for your time, man. I appreciate it. All right. Later, buddy. Thanks. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation with Kyle. Kyle, thanks again so much for your time uh, to, to jump on and talk to me and my listeners. It was an amazing conversation and an inspiring one, man. Um, it, it, it's just, it's a cool, it's a cool, cool project. And I hope everybody out there is checking it out. And like I said earlier, go be a gawker backer and watch this campaign because they're doing some amazing stuff and it should inspire you on what you can do in your campaigns. So um, yeah. So go, go check that out. Go support Rock Sugar right now over on Kickstarter. All right, everybody. The year's over for us on the podcast. I hope you guys have an amazing holiday, um, amazing new year. I hope you guys just really relax, chill out, do whatever you want to do, man. Have a good party. Whatever you got to do, be safe. Don't get anybody sick. Chill out, wear your masks, do all that stuff. Enjoy some Sugar People music. And if you want more Sugar People, go over to Spotify and type in the search the sugar people and enjoy all right everybody merry christmas happy holidays happy new year i'll talk to y'all later